Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. June 26, 2020, the 13 billion to zero in five days edition. And we're going to start with that story, which is Wirecard uh, yesterday filed for insolvency proceedings. Uh, This is 13, excuse me, five days after it announced that it couldn't find $2 billion in cash, which, of course, never existed. Nevertheless, shares in Wirecard crashed 70% since the announcement last Thursday, meaning the company's market value had evaporated to under $500 million from over $14.5 billion a week ago. That's a pretty stunning collapse, and the company uh, is not solvent at $500 million, so go figure. The um, This is just one of the biggest frauds uh, that we have seen in some time, and it's certainly a black eye for the German regulators. It's a case we're going to follow and with great interest. Next up, Edward Luce, uh, the always prescient columnist for the Financial Times, wrote an interesting column that uh, showed uh, entitled Routine Outrages Show a Country is Still Haunted by Confederate Ghosts. So I certainly understand uh, as a Southerner uh, that the South has never been deconfederalized. Uh, Nazi Germany was denazified, but uh, as um, William Faulkner said, the past isn't dead, it's not even past yet. So that is um, one of the problems in the uh, United States is that somehow we never came to grips with that, and uh, it's now the time of reckoning. So will the South ever be deconfederalized? Uh, probably if you ask most white Southerners, the answer would be no. But uh, starting with uh, Emmett Till in 1955 up into George Floyd, uh, you see exactly uh how Southerners feel about Confederate heroes, Confederate monuments, the Confederate flag, and indeed all things Confederate. Uh, Next up from the Wall Street Journal, uh, Novartis and some subsidiaries settled some significant FCPA violations. Uh, The settlement was $347 million plus. It involved uh, Novartis's Greek subsidiary and their I- uh, Unit Alcon. The bribery schemes were uh, pretty interesting. They were largely paying and overpaying doctors to go to alleged conferences uh, where they engaged in lavish spending. They also paid doctors to write Novartis prescriptions, um, but they disguised those payments as payments for uh, academic papers, which uh, were never written. So uh, interesting bribery schemes by Novartis. The I unit, Alcon, uh, got into trouble in uh, Vietnam and South Korea, and there they funded bribes through distributors. So I'm going to be taking a deep dive into that on my blog, on the FCPA Compliance and Ethics blog. I start uh, with a background today, an introduction, and we'll be taking a deep dive over the next week. So uh, check that out. And our final story is Jay Clayton, who testified on Capitol Hill uh, that he is fully committed to uh, his job at the SEC and 
the uh, insanity that William Barr engaged in by trying to fire illegally fire Jeffrey Berman um, was uh, uh, not uh, his doing, and that uh, he was uh, not going to take the position, and that he was going to stay at the SEC. What that means for the SEC is unknown. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you'll join me again tomorrow.